What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Sunday special of the Cajun Libertarian Live. I'm your host, the Cajun Libertarian, as always. If you're new to the show, welcome. We love you very much. Tonight, we have a very special, exclusive interview with the newly elected chair of the LNC, the Libertarian Party, Whitney Bilyeu. We have uh, great questions and a great conversation set up next on Cajun Libertarian Live. Welcome back. Love to have y'all on the special Sunday night edition of the Cajun Libertarian Live. We have a, a couple of quick things to knock out. As always, you can visit the website, CajunLibertarian.com. We have merchandise there. I am wearing some of it that I had to pay for myself. Look. Good enough. That'll work. Uh, we also have the PayPal account that you can help keep the process going and spreading the mis- message of liberty. We have a lot to take care of. We have a lot of momentum in- on our side. We are ready and willing and motivated, and that's very important. Uh, our movement is very special, and we have a lot of things to do. And unfortunately, money will get us there a lot faster than no money will. Shocker, right? It's called America. And so anything that you can donate, help. I've got the PayPal account. I've got the Stripe account. um, I've got the website, which has merchandise. And so it would be fantastic if you could help us out in that regard. With that being said, we also have the Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all basically anywhere you can catch a podcast. You can find the Cajun Libertarian, all of my interviews, specifically tonight with Whitney Bilyeu, the new chair of the LNC and current, well, I guess she's current chair of the LNC, but she's also the current chair of the Texas Libertarian Party, which is huge. And I'm extremely excited to have her on tonight as her first interview, becoming the LNC chair. Uh, Big, big shoulders or big things on her shoulders to have to fill, big shoes to have to fill. We know that uh, she's equipped for the job. I'm excited to ask her these questions and get into it. Um, FierceLuxury.com. Let me get to the graphic real quick. Let's see. There it is. High ends and bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brand like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consigned with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at FierceLuxuryByAshley.com and on Facebook in their exclusive group, exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Ashley is a huge um, teammate of mine. She helps out a ton. And please help her out as she helps us out. That's a big deal. 
And we will have more sponsors coming very soon as they are kind of piling in, which is pretty awesome. And I'm very honored to be here. I'm very humbled to be here, especially with tonight's interview with Whitney. And so that being said, as we always say, let's bring her on. Whitney, how are you? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Your schedule yep. is very busy. It You've is. done packed on even more of a load than being <laughs> the Texas State Chair. Now you're the LNC State Chair or oh. <laughs> LNC Chair. I, I would like to say first and foremost, congratulations and condolences. Yes, I appreciate both sentiments, as I've told lots and lots of people. <laughs> yes, yeah, you it's, have. it's a weird place to be, but we're gonna work it out. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've had the opportunity to talk before and then several mm -hmm. times on Clubhouse and, and you've expressed that very same sentiment of uh, you accept both condolences and <laughs> uh, appreciation and congratulations. Yeah. But I personally believe that you are very fit for the job. Thank you. And I'm excited to hear. Oh, yes, you're very welcome. I'm excited to hear what the plans that you have for the future. I'm not sure how much you've had time to wrangle together in right. the short what two weeks since we talked mm -hmm. last and you weren't the chair. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been tomorrow will be a week since I, well, I guess. Yeah. Tomorrow afternoon evening will be a week since I've held this position. So um, a lot has changed since last time we talked, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, has. Knew it was coming. I guess it was uh, whether I wanted it or not. We, here we are. So, and last time That's I was right. with you, I had one of my kids was visiting from Seattle and now we've got one visiting from Nashville. So we've got company again this time, but they're all outside in the hot tub and I'm here with you. So, Well, I will not take up any more of your time than absolutely necessary so that you can get in that hot tub. Cause right now I'm feeling very jealous. <laughs> I wish I had a hot tub. Yeah. Someday, someday. Yeah, someday. I hope so. Someday. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about, the things you have been through at, mm -hmm. in becoming the Texas state chair. And that's important. I want to get into that. Okay. But after becoming the chair of LNC, I will tell you from personal experience that the most, the, the, the biggest thing that I heard from everybody, which I actually enjoy, is that they don't know who you are. Yeah. There's like, yes, I've heard of Whitney. I don't know anything about her. And the people that have said anything remotely close to, I do know a little bit about her, has been, she's extraordinarily intelligent, very articulate, very professional. And so what I want to do tonight is, is, is let people know who Whitney Bilyeu is and where you came from. Is that okay? Absolutely. And those are very nice compliments you're hearing. So I appreciate that yeah. very much. <laughs> Agreed. Same. So what, what's your backstory? How did you become the Libertarian Party chair of Texas and, and what made you decide to take on this role? Um, so I guess politically, specifically, I didn't get involved until about until 2012. And uh, as I mentioned to you before, there's a, a lady by the name of Heather Fazio, who's uh, used to be with Libertarian Party of Texas and now does some work specifically with marijuana policy and activism. And um, anyway, she was working for LP Texas at the time and was running Facebook ads to recruit candidates. And uh, I 
you know, was kind of new to Facebook and wound up seeing that. And I'd always had an interest in running for public office and, um, you know, specifically running for office. And so I clicked on that and, you know, it was, if you've ever considered running for office, consider running as a libertarian. And so I clicked on it. She called me immediately, connected me with my county affiliate and the rest is history. Um, I wound up running for state Senate in 2014. So just within the first couple of years that I was involved, I got very heavily involved in my county with my county affiliate. And then of course, as a eventually wound up on the state executive committee as well. And then uh, got elected to the LNC in 2016 at my very first national convention, which was in Orlando and have been on there ever since. And um, I was elected to, uh, to fill the role of state chair back in August, it would have been last April, but because of COVID, we had to push our uh, our convention back because it got canceled. You know, we weren't allowed, we legally weren't allowed to meet, but we also, because of our election code, legally had to meet. So we had to appeal to the governor personally to get a, um, you know, permission to change the date of our convention. The state of Texas actually dictates to us when our state convention has to be held. So that was uh, an interesting situation we found ourselves in last year. And uh, our chair at the time, John Wilford, was able to get that sorted out. And our convention committee and events department was able to pull together a convention for us in about, um, I don't know, less than two weeks, I think, by the time we actually found a facility that we could that we could get in. So that was that was really cool, but it was a few months late in terms of bringing new officers on. So uh, I was elected on August 2nd and um, on August 21st, I know this was something you're interested in hearing about, uh, you know, just a couple weeks after I took office, I was sued by uh, the National Republican Congressional Committee. Um, basically, they were seeking to have to, to force me to remove approximately half, at least half of the candidates that we had in Texas off, off from the ballot. And they were already certified by the Secretary of State and the Republicans wanted them off. And um, of course that was on a Friday and we had until 9 a.m. on Monday to respond. And you know, it's kind of hard to find lawyers on the weekend, but I was able to talk to a handful of libertarian lawyers who, you know, in our network as well as some others that they were referring to me. And I did have, you know, the, the, it was, I was fortunate to be able to talk to some, even though they couldn't necessarily take our case at the time. Um, and I got some good advice and found a path forward. And by nine o'clock Monday morning, I responded to the court myself without an attorney um, because I couldn't not respond. It's just not in me to not respond. And I wasn't right. going to just roll over and let this thing happen. So I responded. And uh, within about four or five hours that, that following Monday morning, you know, three days after the suits. Uh, oh, and by the way, over that weekend, I had uh, four more lawsuits come in from various Republican um, elected officials, like seated elected officials, as well as some Republican candidates. And so basically there were four to five lawsuits filed over that period of time. And Monday about midday, I just, you know, very serendipitously wound up with an attorney who was already briefed on it, knew what we were looking at and already had an approach for us to take to defend it. And we did. And we were able to knock down those lawsuits and then the Republicans regrouped and appealed and took it to the state Supreme Court. And um, we beat them there, too. And that was all within like, you know, from August 21st to September 5th, I believe it was all of those cases, you know, all of that took place. And we were able to get 
an appropriate disposition of those and all of all 88 of our candidates got to stay on the ballot uh, last year. So that was sort of how my first few weeks went as, as state chair. Um, it was definitely on the job training and trial by fire all, all at once. So, but uh, we have, we have a great team here. We were able to really rally and uh, raise some funds to pay an attorney. I mean, we were able to pull together enough funds to pay this attorney who was super, super gracious with us and very generous. Um, you know, like in three days, we were able to round up the funds for it. And, and because of that, we now have like a, a, an actual permanent legal fund that we've been able to establish too, because people realize that that's something we need to have. And so we don't get caught by surprise next time and we're ready to win again. <laughs> But anyway, that's I kind of digress there. But yeah, that was uh, that's how I, I've been state chair since August, and um, we've had lots of stuff going on since then. We were able this year to actually uh, have a lobbyist, a paid lobbyist, there at the Capitol for us this year, which was really nice. So, um, not something that I've experienced in, since I've been involved in the party. So that was pretty helpful, and we've got people who are really interested in contributing to that too. Um, so anyway. As state chair, that's basically the story of, of how things have been going since August. Um, but I, I've run for office a couple other times, too, for State Board of Education. So um, I've got the experience working on campaigns. I've worked Amazing. on our, one of our most successful campaigns, which was in 2016, a ballot access race, in fact, uh, with Mark Miller for Railroad Commission. And then I worked on um, the Mark Tippett's campaign as well for governor in 2018. So... I've, I feel like I've kind of done it all. I've helped in the office. I've stuffed envelopes and <laughs> whatever needs to be done. That's kind of, that's kind of what I do is where, where, where there's a need, I try to step in and do it. I, I, I like to get my hands dirty. I like to be, you know, working with the staff and working with the volunteers. And like I said, if there's a void that needs to be filled up and I'm asked to step up to do it, I typically say yes, which maybe I should stop doing. Because <laughs> that's how I wound up as LNC chair, I think. But <laughs> Well, you know, though that that's re really a testament to how your passion and drive have gotten you to the position that you're in, even though sometimes it may seem overwhelming. I know it is for me anyway. I don't want to self-project here, yeah. but your passion and drive has gotten you to this point, and it's um, it's showing, right? I mean, your your work is showing. I know a lot of people don't know a lot of specifics about you. And hopefully we can highlight all the good points sure. tonight, which I think is pretty much everything about you. I haven't seen anything that I didn't like or didn't appreciate, even, you know, even more than didn't like, but didn't appreciate or respect about you. I love the way you handle yourself. I love your intellect. I love your the way you articulate and the way you message. We uh, every, It seems like every time we talk, you have some load on your plate that's just incredible. Last time we talked, it was July 4th weekend and there was a ton of people at your house <laughs> and you had just been on vacation. And it's just like, uh, and then now we're talking, it, it, you're still the, the state chair for Texas oh, yeah. Libertarian Party, which is massive. Mm -hmm. And you're now the LNC chair. It seems that doesn't matter what's put on your plate. You seem to handle it well. How do you do that? Um. I've learned, I mean, I, I, I don't think I have a choice. I feel like I haven't really been given the choice. It's if it's, if it's something I've been tasked with, I just find a way to do it. And so far I've just been fortunate that I can, I have a, a an extremely um, solid support structure and a very broad support structure. So if there's something that I set out to do, I've 
I mean, everybody, everybody around me supports it. And that's really helpful. You know, I have no, nobody fighting for my time, you know, at home, everybody wants to be involved and support me in, in these things. So that's really helpful. Um, I just get it done. I mean, I, I try to surround myself too with, you know, and have like a recruit recruiter mindset, try to surround myself with people who um, have certain skills and have a history of excellence and they're, you know, highly capable and proficient at things and finding ways that I can get them involved to, to be able to delegate to people. You know, I see, I see some, at least one of my directors here, my, uh, Oh, my treasurer's here too. Um, my communications director here, you know, having people like that, that I can just kind of tag when, even in the middle of the night when I'm not sleeping, cause I've still got stuff going on and I have an idea or something I need done and I can just tag somebody real quick. Hey, can we work on this together and sort of take some of that pressure, even though the responsibility is still mine, take some of that pressure and some of the workload off, just kind of share it a little bit. And I don't, I don't have all the answers and I've never pretended to have all the answers, but I surround myself with people who can come up with, help me come up with solutions and come up with solutions that we can all, you know, uh, implement and and make stuff happen. So um, I think it's, I would only, I'm only able to do these things because of the people that, that I'm surrounded by, including, you know, my family and, and then the, you know, my colleagues in the party, just super, super fortunate at, at all levels of this, you know, from the local level all the way to national, just to have a really good support structure. And that's, that's the only way I can do it is with them. No doubt. I have the same structure. I have the same team. I, I, the Cajun Libertarian brand would not be where it's at right now if I didn't have such an amazing team behind me and, and a very loyal and dedicated mm-hmm. team. My wife first and then my, my team close behind. I mean, it's really incredible. So I really, really appreciate you giving the shout out to the team. Uh, For another reason, too, is that the Texas LP social media game is on fire. (laughs) It leads the country. I said it. If if you have offense to that, I'm sorry. (laughs) Maybe you should model Texas LP's social media messaging, and then we could all have the fire that they have. I'll actually have your social media, or I'm sorry, your communications director on for a short bout tomorrow night to talk about the success, to to talk about the success. Yep. For about 10 minutes or so, he's going to give us some numbers and, and, but it just really speaks to the fact that you're absolutely spot on. You've got the right team around you. Some of that I'm sure is luck for me. It was luck again. I'm probably self-projecting, but it's important as leaders, as you have done, to recognize the talent and the responsibilities and the things that people do well. That's what makes a great leader. And personally, I think that's why you're in the position you're in right now. Thank you. Yeah, I think you will enjoy that conversation with him tomorrow. So I'm, I'm hoping that I can tune in, actually. Yeah, it'll be tomorrow night. Um, I, I usually do solo shows on Monday nights, but I'm starting to bring in like little 10 minute interviews and um, he's going to be the one tomorrow night last week was Martha Bueno because of the Cuban uh, yes. situation. And so I'm, I, I look, I, I will mix, I will not mix any words with the fact that I want every blue check in the libertarian party to model what Texas is doing. I want that. I'm saying it loud and clear. Uh, there's many reasons for that and they all should be obvious. And also what is obvious is why Whitney is the state chair of Texas and now the LNC chair for the entire nation. 
And so just to lighten the mood a little bit, do you have any funny dirt or any funny stories that you can tell us? <laughs> Anything funny? Oh, man. I, I tend to sometimes tell funny stories, but not when I'm on the spot. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I don't know. Anything funny? I don't think so. Maybe something will come up as we keep talking, or maybe somebody in the chat can remind me of something. But um. Oh, you can bet that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. My comment section is always fire. So yeah. I imagine that somebody will come along. Uh, yeah. Joel Gitz has been merciless in my comment section. Oh, uh, Joel yeah. Gitz running for mayor of East Drive. He wants to know about the turkey bacon. There you go. I don't, yep. I don't like turkey bacon. And you win. <laughs> That's easy. You win. That's an easy okay. W. That's easy. Wow. I win again. <laughs> and I win too, because now Joel Gitz has to sponsor my show. Thank oh, you. Wow. I need all the money I can help, I can get because, uh, or that would help. I am a poor, so please help okay. buy some merchandise. Joel Gitz now has to pay for my show. And I will All run right. his ad every time. <laughs> so thank you for, I, I imagine that being in Texas, you were not going to be a strong proponent for turkey bacon. However, I do not discriminate for anyone that wants turkey bacon. I get it. I've had a bunch of turkey bacon. Um, oh, I hit the wrong one because that's how many are, comments are coming in right now. Turkey bacon, bacon is for commie, commies. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. That's a bit rough. That's a bit rough. And so uh, we had to have a little, oh, and Eskimo says team walrus bacon. Oh, wow. I can't argue that's, with that. That's a new one. Yeah, same here. I got to try that, it, though. Is that something I try? I'll try when I come up there. Eskimo calling on Nullick <laughs> to answer that question. Is that a thing? Yes, that is absolutely a thing. Wow. That okay. is, I'm, I'm sure you know that's my co-host on Muddy Waters Media. Yeah. Um, Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayou's to Igloos. She she preaches a lot about the turkey bacon. Or, All right, oh, turkey bacon. I messed it up. Walrus bacon. She says I'll cook for you. I see that. I, that would be amazing. I look forward to it. <laughs> uh, I would like to make a suggestion. Yeah. Use salt, Eskimo. Okay. <laughs> Whitney is going to want some seasoning on that walrus bacon. I can almost. I shouldn't speak for you, but that's okay. You're right. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yes, indeed. And so um, you got a lot on your plate right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take up any more time than, than oh. we have to take up. We, okay. we, it goes so quick, right? Okay. And um, so I want to ask you, because everybody's been asking me, and I'm sure you have an answer. It's a really easy one. Are, are you planning on stepping down from the Texas state chair? To no. No, and I've 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 made that clear since the beginning. The first time I was approached um, about you know possibly filling this role, that was my number one. Um, you know, that was that was rule number one for me is that I wouldn't be doing that. I, I made a commitment to LP Texas, you know, last year or actually two years ago when I decided to run as chair, and I intend to see that through. Um, and that is that's that's just a theme that I will carry through this whole thing, and that, that's something that I wish other people would, would stick to when they commit to doing something and not quitting. Um, but here we are. And uh, um, so I'm not going to quit. I don't have any reason to. Um, it is, like I said, I've got, I've got 
structures in both places and in between that that can that can help with getting this work done. And I have no problem filling both roles. Um, you know, time management wise, yes, I'll have to make some adjustments, but there's nothing that nothing that should suffer as a result of this. And, uh, you know, focus also on making sure I take care of myself at the same time. But the reality is on the national committee, I was already, you know, serving on multiple committees. So taking the role of the chair while it is different and it's a little more intensive time wise and energy wise, it, it, it's really, I think, in a lot of ways, just kind of replacing all those other subcommittees, you know, the, the subcommittee work that I was doing. Yes, there will be more hours that I specifically have to dedicate to things, you know, schedule time and some more travel possibly. Um, but it's nothing at all that I can't handle. In fact, I, if I wasn't going to be able to do it, I wouldn't have said that I would. So no, I'm, I'm all about sticking to the commitment that I made. And, and um, fortunately, I've got great teams, you know, like I said, in both at both levels and everywhere in between, in between that can make sure that there are no gaps. So I know that was a concern for people, but I'm not worried about it. And uh, I said I was going to do it. So I'm going to do it. I love it. I mean, I, I have the utmost confidence in your ability to pull off both uh, just because I, I not just because, but I wholeheartedly um, can be right there with you when it comes to having great teams. I think mm -hmm. you're going to set up great, a great team on the national level. You've already great, have a great team in Texas at this point. It, it, your team in Texas is kind of self-sufficient. You know, I, I, obviously you have roles to fill there. Yeah. But wow, they're so amazing that yeah. it really I would I would feel comfortable being like, yeah, I mean, you got this, you know, uh, let yeah. me know what you need for me. I, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here to fulfill this role that I've been uh, that I've promised to fulfill. Yeah. But I trust you and that. That's a that's a huge thing that I think we're lacking in this day and age. But I also think that's a true testament to how great of a leader you are is when you can put the people that you trust in place and then you trust them to be in that place. Yeah. And you know, not all of them were newly recruited by me or onboarded by me and, and I don't get to make the choice myself. You know, we have a, a pretty robust process for uh, hiring and it's volunteer staff, you know, we call them staff, but they, they're volunteers and uh, they treat these positions like they're real you know, jobs. And I'm so grateful for that. But we have a robust process for, for onboarding people and an application process and an interview panel process. And then, you know, final, they go under final review and it has to be unanimous decision among everybody who interviewed them. Um, so it's not just me picking people. It's a team of us, you know, looking around, seeing who might be uh, well qualified for something and trying to encourage them to maybe come on board in these particular roles. And there may be times that we even have to create roles just for people, you know, we didn't realize we need, but this person's got these, you know, great skills in this thing that we could benefit from. And so we can create these positions and, but it's all very, um, you know, procedural and thorough in, in terms of bringing people on board as team members. And so, yes, I can take credit as along with my fellow officers and my director's team um, and, you know, our coordinators and things like that for the people that we've been recruiting. But the fact is, there are a lot of people on my team who are already on staff, you know, last term or even some of them the term before. And the fact that they're willing to stay and continue doing this work now with me as chair is 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 very it's I mean, I'm honored by it. And I, I really, really appreciate it because they're they're great folks. And, um, you know, kind of the same way with 
with staff on uh, at the national level now, you know, I, I want my my Texas team as well as the national staff team, which you know, not all volunteers there, just to to be comfortable and confident moving forward and and feel like there is some stability and um, you know and and make sure they've got the resources they need to keep doing their jobs and all of us just pushing forward and getting stuff done. So yes, I'm really glad that the people who are already in place that I can't take credit for bringing on are still willing to work through this with me. That that means a lot to me and. Um, I'm very, very excited and to work with them and very respectful of, of what they've accomplished and what they're going to accomplish. So, Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, it's just absolutely everything that you've done so far and, and are working towards mm-hmm. is a very professional, very excellent, very top notch. And I expect to see the same efficiency and professionalism coming from the national level. I just have no doubt about that. There is a question I, I didn't think about before, but I, I just, I guess I didn't think about it because I don't believe it would be true. I, I fully anticipate your answer is no, but I'll ask it. Did you face any vitriol or backlash into coming into the spot? Um, yeah, the first couple of days after it was announced, I got a handful of pieces of hate mail that came in through the LNC, um, you know, some name calling and people making accusations about things that they're just completely ignorant about. Um, and, um, but that was literally probably a handful of things. Everything else I got, you know, on whatever platform the message was sent, very, very supportive and, um, you know, positive and uplifting and encouraging. And, and, you know, a lot of people being grateful, you know, that, that for all of us who were willing to step up and do this, and I'm super grateful for everybody who is willing to step up and do this. But yeah, I did, I did get some nasty grams. But um, they don't bother me, and it was minimal. So, uh. yeah, I, I didn't. I actually expected you to say zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it wasn't zero. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't zero. It was a number just slightly above zero. But uh, again, so I'm, I'm not <laughs> shocked at that. I'm shocked at that you got the the handful that you did. I just, cool. I don't know. Maybe you know. Probably people that just don't know you. Yeah. And just haven't haven't had the chance to interact with you. Right. Uh, I as I have. And so I again I I, I I guess I didn't think to ask the question because I didn't think it was the answer would ever be yes, I did. <laughs> and then just well, in that the would moment, be boring, though. it would be boring. But <laughs> then again, I mean it's kind of I don't know, it's kind of expected. Like I, I would have assumed that everybody would be you know, we're going to, we're going to see what she has to say. We're going to see what she has to do, but you know, we have, we have bad actors everywhere. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, half of the five that I got probably could have been fake, fake emails anyway. So as far as I'm concerned, non-entities. So it, we yes. move on. We just keep on going. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. We, we move on. Absolutely. There's no question. So as we look at the current atmosphere of the party, are there any changes you would like to see? And how would those changes come about? Um, obviously, one of the biggest changes I would like to see is with regard to the atmosphere um, on the board, you know, and just the the doing away with this negative, this constant negative communication um, and this this sense that somebody's always trying to catch somebody doing the wrong thing and always tattling on each other and things like that. That's something I definitely want to see. I was a teacher for 20 years and I had enough of that. 
um, you know, we're grown ups and we've got work to do and we need to just keep on going and, and stay positive. And that's that's really what I would like to see as far as a, a change, changing anything else that's happening. I'm not looking to change staff. I'm not looking to change you know projects. I just want to take some time to evaluate what we're doing, what's working, what's not working. And, um, you know, just keep us moving in a positive forward direction. Um, again, I just I really I really would. And so far, I will say this week, things have been very quiet and very positive, you know, within our, our communications on the board. So I'm very, very grateful for that. And I hope that that continues. And, um, you know, I'm trying to respond. And a lot of people have been writing into me and, and my, my email volume obviously now is much greater than it once was. So I'm doing the best I can to respond to things, you know, and when I can, I direct people to, you know, we've got a department that handles that. So let me let me connect you with the appropriate personnel for, for whatever the inquiries are. But um, yeah, I think that's it. Just, just better communication, more positive communication, more productive and effective ways of talking to each other and, and trying to resolve whatever conflicts we may have. There's a lot of strong personalities. Uh, you know, I mean, it's politics. It, it attracts strong personalities, you know, and working through those things and helping people sort of see um maybe why they don't need to be so rigid on some stuff and where they can give people some grace and uh, you know, just try to stay positive and keep the energy up and the morale morale is a big, is a big deal. You know, when, when the people on the board have low morale or, or not feeling good about what we're doing and how we're spending our time and, and how we're using our energy and how we're being treated, then you know, our people out in the world, they feel that they kind of feed off of that from us too. So if people on the board are talking about how shitty things are, well, of course the people out in the world are going to think that it's shitty too. And the sad thing is there's a lot of good stuff happening too, that is, is not, is not being addressed. And um, so that's kind of what I want to focus on is keeping things positive, not in a superficial or or artificial way. Um, But, you know, helping people remember that there are really good things happening here. And we've got, we've got, we got a big job to do and it has a lot of different parts to it. And so we, we just gotta, we just gotta stay focused on the things that do unite us and um, stand strong against the things that you unite our, our, our um, opponents. So. Is there anything that we can do us uh, normies (laughs) that can help the LNC? I, I would say, I mean, I think when you when you hear misinformation or you hear things that may sound one sided or, you know, people complaining about things, yet they don't really know what they're complaining about or who's responsible. And I think there's a lot of ignorance out there. And I think a lot of people maybe purposefully are being fed misinformation because it's it's politics, you know, and everybody wants their team to win and their side and their thing and their agenda to be the priority. So um, people will miscommunicate and, and mislead. And I think that I just I would ask that people just just stay open minded and, and maybe think critically and read critically what you see um, before reacting or making assumptions or jumping to conclusions and um, maybe try to get all sides of the story before you make decisions on things or um, and just just try to communicate better <laughs> and uh I mean, that's what I would ask for you guys. And when you hear people saying things that maybe you know not to be true, then just kind of help them get to the right place and, 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 you know, see if we can just get through this and stop being so distracted by the stuff that is not helping us accomplish our goals. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, you are absolutely speaking my language specifically. <laughs> I hope that everyone is on board with that because that is what we call wisdom and maturity. And that's what I want personally. I'm speaking for me here. I'm not speaking for anybody else. That's what I want from my chair. That's what I want from my leadership in the party is to not be driven first by emotion, but to seek out logic first to seek out truth as best as we can find it before we jump to conclusions and jump to assumptions because i i totally or somewhat or mostly believe that we're kind of in a little bit of a a rut right now because we want to assume information before we're given all the facts and and i'm just i'm totally against that I'm, i'm a patient man now that i'm getting i'm almost 40 and I have three kids, so it's a little bit different. Where before I'm, you know, this, things are changing when you get yeah. older, right? And yeah. I think that 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 invaluable wisdom that you just imposed on everyone should be taken to heart. I think this is something that we should follow through with. We should walk out and being patient with each other, seeking first to understand and yeah. then be understood, because a lot of the times we're getting an emotional argument. And then when you talk to the person later or talk to the people later, we find out that, well, you know what? I was pretty upset and I said some things that could have misled you, like you were talking about misleading information in in, to the wrong direction. Yeah. So I think as we enter the new season, I know you don't I I guess I didn't ask the Caesar. I'm just just now thinking about it. I should have. Um, I, I don't know if you have plans on running for 22 chair or not, but even if you don't, you have just a short stint here to, or I'm sorry, I, sh- I probably said that wrong. I'm trying to say that if you do or don't run in 22 as the as the chair, then you have a short amount of time here to make the impact and to, ship, to shift the ship in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I think you've got the capability. I know you have the capabilities. How can we go about that? And I guess I'll ask the obvious question that I didn't think to ask before. Are you planning on running for LNC chair in 2022? I do not have those plans. And that was something else that I've said since the beginning. This was not something I ever anticipated. This is not something I have been interested in at all. Um, I had been asked last time to run. Um, but I had already committed to Texas and plus this wasn't, this wasn't even on my radar. Um, and right. as of now, what I'll say is my, what I'm focusing on and the only thing that I, that I was willing to consider was filling this role during the rest of this term. Um, I am not going to say yes or no in terms of whether or not I would run in 22, but it is currently not something that I'm interested in. Uh, and that's, you know, but I, I've, I've obviously learned the hard way not to say that I would never do something because <laughs> here I am. Um, so, but no, it's not something that I'm interested in. It's not something that I'm currently planning to do, but I'm also not going to sit here and say that I won't do it because between now and then, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, it, we'll just have to see. But it's as of now, I, it's not something that I'm looking to do. Yeah, lock and change between now and then. Big time. Let's say um, I'm going to give you a hypothetical that I'm, I'm thinking about right now as we're in this conversation. Let's just say that over the next however, a very short few months that you have in this position, if you don't decide to run, what would 
be some of the things that would steer the ship in the right direction for our party as on a national level that would maybe make you reconsider or what are the successes that you would say, okay, these are the things that I did well during this interim and I would like to pass this on to the next person. Um, I, I'm, I guess the best way for me to answer that is just to, to lay out what I think our focus should be and what I would like to make sure we're doing, because whether it's me or anyone else in this position right now, between now and 22, uh, you know, we need to be laying the foundation to get our ballots filled with libertarians, right? So making sure that we've got 50 plus ballot access, obviously, as we go into 22, that is a goal that I think anybody in this role right now should be, should be taking on. And that doesn't have anything to do with, how I want it to be when we get to that point and whether or not I would want the job at that point. To me, that is, that's part of the job right now. And so that's what I said, that's what I'm going to set out to do. And because no matter who winds up in this situation, they need to be able to have um, ballot access nationwide. And we need to be able to have tons of libertarian candidates. That's why we exist. We are a political party period. And that is why we exist. And so, um, regardless of the outcome of that, I don't think that would sway me one way or the other in deciding whether or not I run. I'm not going to sit here and say that I would only run if things were working properly. Like I don't, you know, that's, that's not my mindset. Um, It's just really a matter of, is it, is it, is it where I want to be at that point? Is it the kind of work that I want to keep doing? Is it what I want to focus on? Um, You know, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't have anything to do with the state of the organization at that time. My goal would be to keep this thing running and, you know, moving forward and having it ready to go and in, you know, fully operational for whoever winds up in this seat in 22 and not just for the person who's chair, but for the board and for our staff and for our volunteers and for our members and for our donors and for our candidates and for all of their teams, you know, helping just make sure that this infrastructure stays on course and stays, you know, complete and continues to develop for them and for all of us together. And, you know, my decision to run in 22 or not won't have anything to do necessarily with the state of the, of the thing. It'll just be, is it a job that I want to continue doing or not? Yeah. And I fully expected that to be the answer. Um, I'm torn, right? Because I have such, I hold Texas Libertarian Party, especially your your messaging in such high regard. And so I really, and I know the struggles that you face over there, just having talked to you before with um, battling the Republicans and Democrats during mm-hmm. election year. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, I want Whitney to do that again and win again. And mm-hmm. I want her focus to be solely on Texas because like I told you before, and I, I've, I've made no qualms about it texas is kind of like the the is supposed to be the lighthouse of liberty for america in america the lighthouse of liberty for the world i just mm-hmm. kind of always maybe that's just growing up in the deep south i don't know but that's just the way i feel and I, i'm super proud to have y'all leading the charge in messaging and so there's a part of me that's like ah, yes do what you can do right now and then get the out and go yeah. back to Texas. Yeah. And then there's the other part of me that's like, I know you're about to kill it in this role. And so, yeah, just keep going. But hey, I'm I'm super torn on it. I, your, your hands are full, Whitney. 
I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I, we, don't, we don't know what's going to happen between now and then. And like I said, I, I learned the, the hard way that yeah. not to, not to say never, and um, you know that things are going to happen the way the way they're meant to happen. They're gonna they're gonna play out in the way that somebody other than myself decides. And I just play my role, and I go along, and I do the best I can in whatever position I'm in, and and you know hope that we can all go forward together with it. But um, you said something to say, Oh, what you were talking about. The, yeah, we did talk last time and you made that comment about, you know, Texas kind of being the flagship of freedom, right? That there's supposed to be this guiding light. Right. And I made the comment on your show that, yeah, you'd think we'd be freer here. And then I wound right. up using that, like the context of our conversation in a, you know, in the, my, in one of my newsletter messages, nice. the message from the chair and, and it hit home with a couple of people. I got some text messages from people after they received it and they're like, yeah, I think we'd be freer too. So <laughs> that, was, that came from our show. So yeah, I appreciate that. It is, it is something I think about a lot too, that here in Texas, you know, Oklahoma is freer than we are in, in a lot of cases, you know, and from Texas perspective, that doesn't make sense, but we're doing what we can. And uh, we're thankful for some other people outside of our party, you know, who are working as lobbyists and, you know, in nonpartisan roles and can't necessarily participate in partisan politics, but we know they're out there doing it for us too. And that really is, you know, that moves, moves me a lot to know that there are people out there. We've got allies out there who can't necessarily, you know, be in here with us party wise, but they're out there doing that same kind of work to help make not only Texas freer, but the rest of the States as well and the world where we can. So yeah, and, you know, it just, it, it's very, very, very promising, I would say. It's very inspiring, and, and I, I'm, I just thank you a bunch for all of the work that you've put in thus thank far. You. The, yeah, you're very mm -hmm. welcome. I mean, no, I don't know a, a lot of people, and I've talked to, at this point, everybody all over the country, pretty much, there's a most of us, including myself, I'm including me first, having, if I would have stepped in your position in Texas to run right into the gauntlet of lawsuits, I don't know. I, I, I might have would have thrown, I'd have done the best that I could, but to, you won, you were 5-0 and in that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, 5-0, knocked them all out <laughs> the park, kept every, this is stepping right into the gauntlet. And so that that's just extremely admirable. I th I will highlight that every chance I get. I love the fact that you put uh, some of our content out there in your newsletter. Uh, that makes me feel really good. <laughs> and so, um, I, yeah, what you're doing is exceptional. Um, there's no question. Uh, I hope that that trend continues. I have one more question for you, and then and then we'll bail out of here because we're hitting the 50 minutes here. Mm -hmm. So what are your plans for the future of the LNC, and how can we garner the, the unification that's necessary for us to come together? Because there seems to be, a, I would say it was the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I don't think it's yeah. quite the divide people think it is. I think that's a lot of the social media, a lot of loud mouse on social media, yeah. but we have to deal with that as a party. I'm here to help. How can we get through this? Yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, we're, we're going to disagree on things and it's not always going to be, you know, rainbows and sunshine um, as we as we do this work together. And um, there are going to be challenges for sure internally even. But at the end of the day, I think as long as we remain 
we need to remember that first and foremost, we're humans. And if we're treating each other, um, you know, with, with mutual respect and, and consideration, and just like you said earlier, that was really a really good way of putting it is that seeking first to understand where we are and where we can meet each other in order to go forward if we can. And sometimes we can't, and sometimes we may need to part ways and work on separate things, you know, but um, I think that's really my goal right now is just to keep, keep us going on the projects that we've already committed to and not, not doing anything to change direction necessarily, but, but um, making enhancements and improvements where we can. And uh, I don't think this is a time for any drastic changes. You know, we, we want to establish some stability here, keep on going. We want to continue to um, build up our treasury, continue to fund the projects that we've committed to, ballot access projects, legal, you know, projects, legislative action projects, um, you know, making sure that our development department has the resources they need to go out and raise money for us. And our communications department, you know, we, we have a, a newish communications director who came on board right when this, this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And I cannot even imagine the, 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 the pressure, you know, that our national communications has been under just in this, these few short weeks. Um, but, you know, establishing just planting our feet, you know, and, and getting some direction and moving forward is what, what I think we need to be doing. And our frontier project, our CRM project, I know right now there are some, there are some concerns about the CRM project and I'm being the chair in Texas. That is a concern that I have too. And so we're working through those things today. I was on the phone with someone earlier today, trying to make sure that we can keep on going with this because this is a big tool, a very important tool for our affiliates and it's in our all of our best interest to have these tools working and functioning properly, and um, not not backsliding with them. You know, we don't want to we don't want to regress. And so that's my number one goal is to just let's just keep moving forward and and keep building from here, and take the lumps that we just took, and just keep going and support get start start recruiting candidates, start filling up your ballots. Mm-hmm you know, start building your campaign teams. And, and that way we all have something to work together on and focus our energy on and, and just keep cranking out the thing that we're supposed to be cranking out, which is candidates and wins. So. Absolutely. No question about it. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to end on this final thought here because I think you have your hands absolutely full for the next, I guess, year or so i mean it's not gonna wow it's gonna go fast but i will say it like this in the facet that i believe your hands are full i think it's a good thing uh i've talked to people all over the country running for local office running for congress senate national uh seats and i think our ballots are stacked and so when i say i think you have your hands full i don't think people know what i mean by that because it's not dealing, I don't think your hands are full of dealing with drama. I think that's fleeting and fading. And mm-hmm. that's that's temporary and it should be temporary because the cream rises to the top. I think you have your hands full in the success that is about to come about with the Libertarian Party and our local office runs and our Senate runs and our Congress runs. I think that's where you have your hands full. I think you're about to have a load of success that you're somewhat inheriting, but also yep. managing sure. at, at the appropriate level. I hope you're right. I, I'm, I'm an optimist. So I, I, I'm gonna, I believe you're right. And um, for sure, that's what I look forward to because I, I don't know why I would be doing this every day if I didn't believe that to be true. 
that's why I keep doing this because that's, that's the vision I have and that's what I see coming. So why would, why would I do this otherwise? Otherwise I would just have already quit, you know, so I'm, I'm with you on that for sure. And uh, that's going to be a good problem to have. And my mom always said that if you need something done, you give it to somebody who's busy. That's so right. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I guess, I guess that's me. Right now. So, but I'm not running for office this time. That's for sure. I'm not doing that. So I've got enough, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that we are going to have some victories here soon and, and we're already experiencing them. And that's the other thing that I want people to understand. You know, if you're only hearing negative stuff about what we're doing, then you're not, you're not hearing the whole story. We are having some victories around the country and um, that can be measured in a variety of ways. And, you know, if we don't have candidates out there, even if they're not winning, they're still out there saying things that, wouldn't be heard if they weren't on the ballot. So even if they're not winning, they're still doing things out there that matter and that, and we have, we cannot regress. We can't backslide. We got to double the number of candidates that we have out there because without them, our messages are not going to get heard. So you're right. We are going to have more success. We are going to have more victories. We are going to have more election wins and um, we need to recruit more help to handle it. Got to recruit more help. There, there, there's Send no doubt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, we we are seeing the wins. Uh, we are seeing people joining the party. I think there's an influx more than there is the dramatics. And there, there's a lot to be had coming in this next season of victory and, and getting our message out there. Sometimes... I think it, we lose sight of that mm-hmm. in the infighting amongst each other. Again, that seems so loud when I don't think it's nearly as real as it is loud. The fact of the matter is there's people like you and there's people like your team, and my team that are pushing every day as fast and hard as they can to get this message out there. And almost all of us, if not all of us are volunteers and that that seems to be overshadowed by some of the the goofiness of what's been going on which is going to fade very fast so yeah you have uh you have your hands full but you have your hands full to be prepared with the success that comes in the next season and i'm glad to to sit under you and by you to experience it and i hope you the best Wish you the best. I'm not sure if I'm saying that quite right. I'm saying mm-hmm. it as Southern as I know, right? <laughs> I speak that. I speak that. I know you do. That's why I had no problem saying it. Uh, I personally think that there, you know, there were several people that were okay for the job and good for it. Yeah. I, I, I'm personally completely on board with you 100%. And I, I have no issues saying that. What your decorum, your your professionalism, your maturity is what we need right now. Uh, because again, I can't say this enough. The next season is going to be winning, and we are already winning. And I I can't wait to see how that's gonna be, how that's gonna come to fruition under your uh, your right. jurisdiction. Is that right? <laughs> Maybe. Should have said, <laughs> well, it's definitely not, not under my authority. No, I didn't say authority. I said jurisdiction. <laughs> I, said, I could have said dictatorship, but that would have been way off. Oh, gosh. No, <laughs> and, uh, we got to make jokes at the end to have it on a, on a high yeah. note. 
So yeah. I, I'd like to say personally and in, in behalf of on anybody that agrees with me, thank you for taking the position. Thank you. Um, yes. Yes. You, yeah. you, thank Thanks you so much. You. Your hands were already full with Texas and we've seen the success that's come out of that state just under your leadership um, in very recent future. And I expect the, the same trend to follow under the national brand. And we look forward to supporting you and having to, Thank to you. listen to everything you have to say in the near future, Whitney. Thank you so much. Any closing thoughts that you have for us? No, I just, there's a lot of comments in here. People being Lots. very kind and very encouraging. And I want to say thank you so much. Um, and Tyler said something earlier about being freer than California. Yes, that <laughs> is true. It's all relative, right? Yes, that is true. But yes, thank thank you to all of you and for what you're doing and for, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have an open door policy. And again, it's, it's hard for me to now respond to as much of the messages that I'm getting, but I do try. I, I'm, you know, I'm not closed off to talking to people and responding to people. You just got to be patient with me because there's a lot. So, um, but I'm, uh, I'm here to do the work and um, I appreciate you all being willing to do it with me. Yes. And, and we are here for you. I hope that I speak for the vast majority of our movement in this country, I expect that I do. And and to extend that gratitude, that thank you, and that we respect you wholeheartedly and we appreciate you taking on this role. Even if it is just for a short stint, I got a feeling that stint may last a little longer than you're expecting. We'll see how it goes, I guess. There, there's no telling. We got people that have been running for the chair for 22 for a hot minute. So, and, and look, if you can set this, the, the, course in the right direction i think we're already in the right direction we've just got a few hiccups here and there yeah. uh, if we can iron that stuff out then it may be a perfect opportunity for you to pass the torch off to someone else and if that happens then i fully entrust those people to follow your footsteps uh otherwise i i, I we may be seeing you as the chair for a while who knows we'll see <laughs> we will see we will see so thank you so much, Whitney. I always love talking with you. I think you're absolutely exceptional. And I am very, very glad to have you as the leader of our party on this national stage. Thank you so much. Yep. My pleasure. Thank you, all of you. Thank you, Whitney. Talk to you soon. Okay. See ya. Bye. Absolutely excellent. Uh, I love everything. What that she's been saying i've already talked to her before if you missed that interview that was before she knew she was become, going to become the chair uh just a interview as the i say just that's not just she's she's the chair of the texas libertarian party that's massive johnny thank you my friend uh thank you whitney and cajun absolutely james uh whitney has got to go she has her hands full more than we could ever imagine there will be no clubhouse with Whitney involved after this, I will jump on clubhouse and, um, and try to answer any questions or just have general conversation with you guys about Whitney. Uh, I hope that you learned something about her tonight. It, I shouldn't even say hope. If you didn't learn about Whitney tonight, then I have, you know, serious concerns as to whether or not some of us are listening. I'm trying my best to listen but what I want coming out of the national chair is exactly what she's saying, which is very straightforward, very professional, and very positive. 
Um, I, I like the no nonsense personality. Um, I like the very professional attitude. That's important to me. That may not be important to you, and that's okay. That's all right. As long as we're headed in the same direction. Personally, for me, there were a few people that I would have liked to see grab that chair because of these specific reasons that I have laid out. Therefore, I'm very happy that Whitney has that position. Again, there, you know, there's a, another person or two that I, I believe that would be fit for the gig, but I am very grateful to have Whitney as our LNC chair moving forward through this next season as we move out of the immature garbage and trash that does not belong in a party that is going to represent the true meaning of liberty in our lifetimes and in our country, in our families, in our homes, in our communities, in our society. I want to move away from that because it is not healthy. Professionalism, uh, straightforward. Goals being set, goals being met, and drawing every single person that we can into the fold. That's what I look for, and that's why I'm very appreciative to have Whitney Bill you as our new LNC chair in whatever length of time that may entail. I don't know. Neither does she. Neither do any of us, and that's okay. For now, we have the right person there. And I'm very glad to have her in that spot. That's really it. I mean, if, you, if you're just coming in on the back half of the show and wondering why I'm praising Whitney Bill you a bunch, go back and watch the rest of the show. And then you will have every reason to give her all the creds in the world that I feel like she deserves. She can prove me wrong. Don't think she will. Hasn't yet. Look at Texas. They're killing it. And with that being said, I thank every one of you for being here tonight um, on a Sunday night special of the Cajun Libertarian Live with the first interview of Whitney Bilyeu post being elected the chair of the LNC. That still blows my mind. Let me be honest for a second. Uh, I've been doing this for four months. All right. For those of you that don't know, I started the Cajun Libertarian meme and dump page February, beginning of February of 2021. And then I started this show in April. April. And now I, I've got the advantage of being the first interview of the new LNC chair. This is because of y'all. This is 100% because of y'all, because of the hard work and effort me and my team have put in. But most importantly, it's y'all that are spreading the message. It's y'all that believe in what it is that I'm putting on this channel. And the, the content that I'm putting out, it's not clickbait. It's just raw material. You like it. You don't. You love it. You hate it. The content's there, and the content is what it is. And right now, it's blazing hot. You guys make that. Y'all make that. If, if, if it was terrible, I wouldn't be on here anymore because there wouldn't be thousands of viewers watching the show five times a week. I mean, I'm trying to cut it down. I'm, I'm trying to cut it down because I, I need to, to spend more time with my family and I need to invest more in each episode instead of investing in a lot of episodes. Thank you, Bonnie. You are awesome because you rock. You have a great attitude. We appreciate you hosting. Thank you. That means so much to me. Uh, James, 
because you're the best for the party. Yes, Whitney is, uh, and we all are the best for the party. That little garbage that we've been hearing for a little while is just a blip on the radar. We are winning big time. Janice, thank you, Cajun, for doing this interview with Whitney this evening. Appreciate your efforts, truly. Thank you for having me. I mean, my goodness, Nathan, you've earned it, Cajun. Thank you so much. It's, it's It has not come with a lack of work. That I can promise you. Uh, that's about the only thing I can credit to myself is that I have put in the effort and the time and my family, my wife and my kids have put in the effort and the time. My team has put in the effort and the time that I will take some some good credit for. For the rest of it, it is y'all. It is y'all pushing out the content. It's you believing in me. Like Perla says, every podcast is better and better. Keep it up. See, thank you. That That's incredible. Tyler says, great interview, you rock, man. Thank you very much. Um, yep, yep, yep. You've answered a lot of the questions as a libertarian. Keep up the good work, brother. Absolutely. Same extended right back to you. Sincere thanks to Mrs. Cajun and the little Cajuneers. I love that. I've never seen that before. That's really good. Uh, my my two kids have shirts that say, uh, the Cajun libertarian is my daddy. And so I, I love that. Um, thank you for all your support. Uh, your, your mental support means just as much as your financial support, which you've been absolutely gracious in. I never thought I would be in the position to where you guys would be buying t-shirts from me and giving me money to make sure that I'm getting to events and spreading the message of Liberty. Um, if you want to donate more, there's the PayPal. Um, if you want to you can get something for it, you can get some merchandise at CajunLibertarian.com. And I, I don't even want to pitch that anymore. Uh, I will pitch this though. So tomorrow night, I am re. I, after the Tunica event last week, I reintroduced my solo show, uh, which is just a thought. And I'll have little short interviews. Last week, we had a bit of a longer interview because Cuba is so important. So I had Martha Bueno on, and that was extraordinary. Please go back and watch that. And then uh, every Monday, I'll have a, a few minutes with Brian Scott Lambert and just to talk with him because that is an extraordinary human being as well who does an amount of work that is good Lord. I mean, it's incredible. And so tomorrow night, you will have the opportunity to give me or Brian Scott Lambert an anchor.fm call in moment. And if you want to come in and ask questions, that's fantastic. Please do that. If you would rather dunk on me or dunk on Brian, that's fantastic too. Either way, just give us an anchor call a moment, please. Um, give me one second. Sorry. Apparently my computer became unplugged and I wanted to make sure I can end this broadcast before it got shut down. So please give me an anchor moment call in or give Brian Scott Lambert and anchor call in moment because those are always hilarious. I will not vet them. So please don't cuss or say anything stupid or I'll just end it really quick. Uh, but I'm not going to vet them. So that's on you. Be responsible. Self-govern. We are libertarians. It is a live network. I am a Christian and there are many Christians that watch this show. Not to say that you're uh, should be filtered in that regard. Just please understand that there are a variety of people that watch the show quite literally from all over the world in this four months, four months. Yeah. This is international. It's incredible. It's 
It's mind-blowing. I'm truly humbled. I deal with the imposter syndrome all the time. Like, I don't belong here. I'm just being real with you right now. This is just me. Um, I do feel that way quite often. And so I look to people like Spike, who teaches me almost every day, and Matt Wright. And uh, Jason Lyons is a huge mentor of mine, even though I have the better beer, Jason. I have the better. I told you. You know what? You can call me racist. That's fine. But my beard is better because it's black. Mm. That's it. That's it's just the truth. You have a great beard, Jason. It's a phenomenal beard. But my beard is better. And the reason my beard is better is because it is black in color, not in race. Anyway. I have to take a stab at Jason. He takes a stab at me every time he gets a chance to. So a um, couple of more comments here. Thank you, Sarah. You are awesome. You are my main watch. I appreciate that. Janice, the effort you've put in shows, stay the path to freedom. No question. We'll absolutely stay the path. Um, thank y'all very, very much. I always forget little dinks and dunks that I'm supposed to promote or, or do this and that about myself or about the brand. And to be honest with you, I get so caught up in the actual activism and the message of Liberty that I forget them. And I'm sorry if I forgot anything. I'm sure I did. CajunLibertarian.com, Cajun Libertarian PayPal. There's a lot. Shout out to my team, Carly Rose, Brian Ramsey, Ashley Smoot, most importantly, my wife, Sonny, sunny days that's who my wife is on on facebook around the realms of the libertarian circles it's sunny days so please have give her a follow um look if you're looking to contact whitney about anything please reach out to her team first for obvious reasons because she's got her hands full and again i can't stress this enough if you're worried about your messaging look to lp texas they're leading the cause they're leading the charge. They are phenomenal. Joe, thank you very much. Sarah, I already know you do. Thank you so much. That That's incredible. And and Janice, I hope so. I freaking hope so. Because I, I, this is not a game to me. I put in many. I, I have a full-time job with a wife and three kids. And, and this makes the fifth show this week the fifth show this week, along with Clubhouse and all of the content that I'm trying to create. That's not a pat on my own back. That's just me being real. That's how much time I sink into this. And I, I hope to God that my passion still bleeds through when I'm tired, like I'm very tired today. I hope it, it bleeds through. I hope it shows. I want everybody to have the same passion for individual freedom and liberty that, that's necessary for us to advance our country into the direction that it needs to be. I will now stop rambling because this was about Whitney. It wasn't about me. And I will just keep talking. So instead of keeping talking, I will tell you that I will see you tomorrow night. I love you very much, every single one of you. And I thank every single one of you very, very much. I love you. And I will see you tomorrow. Same Cajun time. Same Cajun channel. And I'm out.